This morning, we're going to finish up our discussion on exposing Satan. Over the last few weeks, we've walked through the scriptures exposing some crucial points about Satan that we all need to be aware of. I believe that in any battle we face in life, we must identify our enemy. Next, we need to understand what its end goal is. And finally, what its strengths and weaknesses. God has clearly shown us through his word who our enemy is, what his end goal is, and his area of strength and his weakness. Now let's look at them. First, we know that Satan is our enemy. His end goal is to separate man from God for eternity. His strength is temptation and deception. His weakness, the power and might of God in his word. We see that Satan is an enemy of God first, then to all his followers. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. God knew that Satan would be on constant attack and we needed to be aware. As I said last week, we need not fear Satan, but we must be prepared for his attacks. We see his end goal is to separate us from God for eternity in the story of Job. We see his strategy and strength to accomplish this goal is to strip us of all that we hold dear in this earth. Our families, our wealth, position, security, achievements, and our need for food. Jesus gave us this example in Matthew 4, 1 through 11. You and I must understand we need to be on our guard at all times and be prepared to protect ourselves from the attacks of the enemy. Finally, let's look at this weakness, his weakness. It is the power of the Almighty God himself and his living word. Jesus gave us the example of his weapon that he used against the enemy. The living, breathing word of God. It gives us the ability to resist his attacks in Ephesians 6. 10 through 18. But the last thing I want to discuss with you today is the reality that Satan's rule is temporary. Jesus destroyed Satan's work at the cross. 1 John 3, 7 through 8 says, Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning since from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. As much as we must be aware of Satan and his demons and their evil schemes, it is more important that we understand that Jesus destroyed Satan and his work at the cross. We must seek our refuge in him. We also must understand that Satan is a temporary foe. We are assured we have the victory through the blood of Jesus Christ. Revelations 20.10 And the devil, who deceived them, was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be there, tormented day and night, forever and ever. So in the interim, we must, as Peter, Peter 1, 13, put it, Wherefore, gird up your loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you, at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Another writer from Renner.org wrote this for Gird Up Your Loins, and I thought it was a great way to wrap up what we can take away from our talk over the last few weeks. 
The phrase, gird up your loin, comes from the Greek word anazomi. This word was used to describe Orientals who wore long robes. Before taking a long journey or before running in a race, they would gather up those loose robes and tuck them under their girdle. Most frequently, this word would be used to depict a runner who was running a race. To run freely and without hindrance, he would reach down to gather the long dangling ends of his garments and then tuck them under his belt. With the loose ends out of the way, he could then run freely and without distraction. But the runner would get in trouble if he ever allowed his garments to fall down and become entangled in his legs. Even though he may have been picking up his stride and running a good race up to that point, the incumbents of dangling, loosely hanging clothes would hinder his steps. And allowing those loose ends to keep dangling would have been a sure way for him to lose the race. But notice that Peter is not talking about a garment made of material. He is referring to the loins of our minds. You see, Peter is telling us that if we don't deal with the loose ends that exist in our minds and our emotions, correct those parts of our thinking that we know are wrong, grab a hold of all those dangling areas in our thinking and put them out of the way and remove them by the authority of the Word of God, then we are choosing to permit things to exist in our lives that will hinder our steps and slow us down in our race and our ability to successfully walk with God. If we want to be successful in our spiritual lives and truly walk with God, then we must start by dealing with the loins of our mind. In other words, we must seek to deal with all those ends in our thinking that haven't yet been submitted to the Word of God or surrendered to the Holy Spirit's power. If we deliberately allow wrong thinking and wrong believing to continue in our lives, we are making the same kind of mistakes the runner does who deliberately allows his garment to hang down and get caught in his legs. This is why Peter admonishes us to tighten up those areas that the devil would try to grab a hold of and use against us. And that comes from render.org. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we come to you today to say thank you for being the God of the heavens and the universe. Thank you that you are supreme and all-powerful. We thank you that you will always have the final word in our lives and what happens to us. Lord, you are so gracious to give us your teaching as a gift to prepare us to walk through this life. You knew in advance what we would need to have the ability to walk in a right relationship with you. You were generous to warn us of the traps that, that lie ahead of, from the adversary. Thank you, Jesus, for coming and rescuing us from this evil foe and allowing us to spend eternity with you. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning for Last Talk. Have a sunshine-filled day.